Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, outreach of Greater Worship Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos, along with Chippy the Chipmunk. Oh, my adoring fans. Get ready for a huge dose of reality and a huge dose of common sense. You said it, brother. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Please excuse me while I adjust my mic. There we go. I think I got that. Hey, how's everybody doing? I know, again, I keep saying this in these last few podcasts. I've been saying, oh, I apologize because I haven't put out a new episode in a while. And here I am again about to apologize for not putting out a new episode in a while. But I have good reason. Um, This last week, uh, yeah, last week, Thursday through Monday, we took a trip, myself, my wife, and a few others from the church and prayer warriors, took a quick trip to Mexico. No, not on vacation. I wish it was a vacation. It was, uh, we went down there to pray. For So those of you who do spiritual warfare and are prayer warriors, you understand the toll um, prayer like that can take upon you. We're not talking about going into, say, a church room or even in your bedroom and praying for an hour. We're talking about getting up early in the morning leaving the house by, say, nine o'clock or somewhere in that area and not getting back to the house till 10, 11 o'clock at night because you just did straight prayer and spiritual warfare pretty much that whole day, several days, um, several days long. And, you know, we just went down there because uh, I just wanted to go and pray in Mexico. I felt led of the Lord to go do that. And it was interesting, some of the things that came up. We learned a lot of things about what's going on in, in Mexico in the in kind of the inner workings, if you will. We saw a lot of things. Uh, that uh, we never really paid attention to before, but now it was right there before us. And we were able to really pray and prophesy and release the word of the Lord over that part of Mexico where we were at. And uh, it was a really good trip in so many ways, but I'm telling you, the warfare, (laughs) it was, I don't want to make light of it because, um, you know, I don't want to be foolish in that area, but it the reality of it is it was almost funny in this sense. Let me just tell you some of the things that happened to us that never happened to us before, at least on this level. So we rent this little car, and uh, it was pretty much a brand new car. Um, so everything on it was working good and everything, completely gutless. You step on the gas, it doesn't go anywhere. But nonetheless, got good, good gas mileage. But um, in the room I was staying at, my wife and I were staying at, we walk in on the second night, two scorpions in there. Saw the first one right away. I'm hollering to get a cup or something to put it in so I can go get rid of it. And as I'm standing there watching it so it doesn't get away, uh, I see another one running, literally running at me uh, out of the corner of my eye. He was like chasing me down. So as the uh, uh, someone gave me a, a glass, a big glass, so I was able to put one, you put the glass over one of them and then drag it over and put the glass over the other one and catch them both. And we were able to take them outside and dispose of them uh another one was um somebody rear-ended our little car with a motorcycle and uh did did a little damage nothing real super major um but rear-ended the car just because he wasn't paying attention another one we find we got a a nail in the tire of the of the car (laughs) had to go buy a new a new tire uh, it was just silly things like that, you know, a bug bites, you know, of course, we go down there, we get mosquito bites and things like that. 
but these were mosquito bites, bug bites that got infected and really swell, uh, caused um, a couple of our members on the team to you know swell up, get infected and such. They're fine now. Don't get me wrong. They're fine now. But it got to the point to where it's like, you know, um, really? Uh, uh, Satan always overplays his hand big time. And um, he certainly did on this trip. So it tells me we were doing something really good and powerful and changing some things and loosening up the atmosphere, spiritually speaking. And so that was really a good thing. You see, a lot of people misunderstand me um, and these podcasts because they tune in, they hear it. They don't hear a lot of Christianese, you know, you know, Christianese. Well, brothers and sisters, I am so glad you tuned in today. Get ready for a spiritual breakthrough. And, you know, all the King James lingo and always quoting scripture. And please don't misunderstand me. Scripture is number one to me. The Bible is number one to me. And I'm living by it. And every one of these podcasts, every one of these podcasts has Bible woven into it. You know, I may not pull out chapter and verse and quote it verbatim, but the principles and sometimes even the exact quote is there. And the, the reason why I do that, ladies and gentlemen, is one, uh, a lot of Christians are listening to this, of course, but then a lot of non-Christians are listening to this. And I don't want to turn away the non-Christians. You say, well, you're compromising. I am certainly not compromising. I'm weaving the word of God into everything that I do here, even talking about some things like I just did openly to Christians and non-Christians. Um, but I'm trying to do it in such a way that doesn't make it religious, turning people off, because I don't know if you've checked lately. Hey, Christians out there, I don't know if you've looked around, but people are not running to our churches anymore. Why? This may not be the only reason, but it's a big reason because we have gotten too, I'll just be honest with you, weird and weird, strange, religious, and it turns people off that don't speak the same language as us. So now we're in, we, what we need to do is go speak. Remember what Paul said, I'm all things to all men so I can win some. We need to start speaking the world's language, the language of the people around us. I'm not talking about with compromise. Okay, there's too many Christians that say we got to we got to meet people where they're at and they start throwing out F-bombs. That is absolutely stupid and a disregard of scripture. I'm talking about just ladies and gentlemen, let's face it. Um, nine out of 10 Christians have two languages in, in this regard, in the sense to their Christianity. They have their everyday common language that they speak when they're at home or on the job. And it's, hey, buddy, how you doing? Hey, bruh, what's up? How you doing? That kind of stuff. And then on Sunday, we get spit polished, grab our big Bible off the shelf, dust it off because that's usually we, we don't touch it the rest of the week, carry it in the church with a big goofy smile, religious goofy smile on our face. Howest is thouest, brethren? Hey, brother. And then suddenly we speak this language called Christianese. And um, then as soon as we step out of the church and we go home, Christianese is back on the shelf with our Bible. I had a, what I consider a great compliment given to me and actually several I've heard this several times with people that really get to know me in and out of the pulpit they say you know what you're just you're the same person the same person you are in the pulpit is the same person you are at home you joke around you just tell it like it is you don't play the game you don't cri uh, uh, speak the Christianese you're not out there to just try to sound religious you're just real inside and outside of the pulpit and that was one of the greatest compliments anybody could ever give me because um, that's what I strive for. I just strive to be 
real. I get sick and tired of meeting Christians that, uh, I met a guy one time, this is what I'm talking about. I'll give you a little example. I met a guy one time. First time I met him, he didn't know I, that I was even a Christian, let alone a, 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 a the head pastor of a church, a local church, a preacher. And we were talking and he was cussing. He was throwing out a few F-bombs, nothing really super. I mean, I think it's over the top because I hate swearing on any level. But nonetheless, you know, he was cussing and cursing and he was a nice guy, but cussing, swearing and, you know, just being like street language, right? Being like street. And then he asked me that question, that question that honestly, I really don't like people asking me. So what do you do for a living? So I told him, well, you know, I'm a, the lead apostle of a local church that my wife and I pioneered several years ago. And he just froze and his face just, he just lost all expression. He goes, and then he says it like, you're a pastor. I go, mm, you can call me that if you want to. I, I'm a preacher. I, I pioneered a church, this, that, and the other thing. He goes, oh, I am so sorry for my language. Uh, if I know you're a pastor, I wouldn't have been speaking like that. And then all of a sudden he started turning on the Christianese. Well, brother, hey, brother, you know, praise God, brother. It was almost like this automatic switch that went on once he realized that I was not only a Christian, but now I'm a preacher. And it, it kind of, it disgusted me. It disgusted me because that's what we have become. Uh, and the world sees it and the world knows it. And that's why most of the people that don't go to church especially those who have, quote-unquote, tried it, think we're hypocrites. Not the only reason, of course, but that's part and parcel. When you can't act the same in church on Sunday as you do on the job on Monday or on the school ground or in the gym or whatever, then you're a hypocrite. You're double-minded. You're playing games. And and your relationship with God has just become... Uh, yeah, I, I, what like part of a social club or something where you where you enter into the um, into the you know the, the 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 hall of the social club you have that special secret handshake or something only with us it's that goofy weird special secret smile and our Christianese ladies and gentlemen we can do better than that we can do better than that without compromise. So anyways, so I try to do these podcasts in a real world way that no matter who tunes in, they're getting the word of God, they're getting the principles in the heart of God, but they're getting it in a real world manner that doesn't sound goofy, doesn't sound religious, doesn't sound uh, Christianese and um, those types of things. So anyways, uh, bear with me, ladies and gentlemen, but we have been working hard. We've been doing some things and I, st I know I said this in my last episode, but I have some great news that are coming up. I just don't want to share it just yet. I can't share it just yet. But when I share it with you, I hope and pray that you will um, appreciate it and rejoice with us. But nonetheless, I want to talk to you about, I have two articles here, and I hope I have the time to get to both of them. If I don't have the time to get to both of them in this episode, I will certainly do another episode and get to the second one because this has been kind of a passion of mine in this sense because I cannot stand what I'm seeing the uh, our government officials pushing on our children, especially with all this um, transgender nonsense. And here is an article again from Daily Wire, and this is this is so uh, this is creepy. Okay, this is creepy. And before I read this, I want to say to Democrats, those of you who vote Democrat or have voted Democrat or plan to vote Democrat, I'm going to do my best to just keep my comments to myself as far as 
you know, what I feel about that in that regard, I'm going to do my best. I'm not going to say I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do my best. But I want you to really think about what you're voting for and why you're voting Democrat, especially after listening to this, especially if you're in California. Because the picture at the top of this uh, article, I have this article online on my computer right here, uh, is that of Gavin Newsom. That's the governor of California. And I know that a lot of people think Gavin Newsom is doing a phenomenal job. And what, what that means is they like his hair. And they like his uh, bright, pearly white smile. You know, uh, I don't really get into this stuff at all on any level. But I will tell you, if you just saw, say, a picture of Gavin Newsom, and I'm assuming if you met him face to face, he's probably a very likable guy. I remember back when um, Bill Clinton was president and those who met him, even if they didn't agree with his policies, you know, were on the other side of the aisle, so to speak. They would say he's a very likable guy. He's a very likable guy. And it's no wonder why he was so popular. It wasn't so much his policies because he was a wicked man, still is, but he was likable. All right. He was you know, Ronald Reagan was the same way back when he was president or even just be, even before he was president. He was a very likable man. And, uh, and now I liked Ronald Reagan as a president and I agree with most of his policies, not all of them, but most of his policies. He was a great president, in my opinion. Bill Clinton was the opposite of that. I think he was a terrible president, but um, very likable. And then you have people like Jimmy Carter that people saw what Jimmy Carter did after he was president, you know, with the uh, Habitat for for Humanity. He was a humanitarian. He would try to help people and such. And they would say, what a great man he was. What a great president he was. No, 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 no. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, he may be a great man in the sense of what he did for and with the poor. But as far as leading the nation, Jimmy Carter was horrible. Bill Clinton may have been a likable, nice guy. You know, when you meet him and everything. But he was a terrible, wicked, ungodly president. Gavin Newsom, and I am jealous of his hair, ladies and gentlemen. I just got back from the um, barber myself, and I just get tired of looking at my bald spot that's growing slowly, eroding my hair, and my bald spot growing and growing. So I just told him, just put a number one on it, because my wife wants me to have hair. You know, number one's <laughs> not much hair, if you if you know what that is. I mean, it's like... I don't know, what's that, like a 16th of an inch? <laughs> it's just peach fuzz. You know, so I kept that. Otherwise, I would just shave it if, if my wife would just say, ah, oh, just shave your head. But um, I'm trying to honor my wife and give her a little bit of hair up there. Uh, so I'm, But I look at Gavin Newsom's picture, and I'm really jealous of his hair. He's got great hair, ladies and gentlemen. Thick, you know, combed back, looks cool. What a jerk. Anyways, um, pearly white teeth, great smile. And I'm, I'm only saying that to say... That people that are shallow, people that are uh, um, uneducated, at least in political things, we are driven by what we see most often. Okay, so same way where, where a pretty girl walks past a construction site and all the guys stop what they're doing and start with the cat calls and the whistling and the ooh baby and, and all of that. Uh, why? Because they're visually driven. And even more and more and more, I don't fully understand it, ladies, but more and more and more, women are more visually driven than they used to be, at least. Um, they like what they see or they dislike what they see. So when people look at Gavin Newsom, unfortunately, unless that person really takes the time to find out who Gavin Newsom is and what his policies are or are not, 
uh, they look at him and they say, nice guy. And he's a politician with a nice smile. So that means when people actually do get close to him to shake uh, his hand and meet him and greet him, I'm sure he's a real nice guy. Otherwise, he would never have made it into politics. I love what Rush Limbaugh said many, many years ago, and I know I'm not going to quote this word for word, but uh, you'll, you'll understand the principle of it at least. He says, politics is for people too ugly to make it in um, inter- the entertainment world. You know, and uh, I agree, but that's not the case with Gavin Newsom. So I'm, I'm thinking somebody like this, what is he doing in politics? Well, power. There's two things that drive politics. The need for power, which is usually number one, and that includes money and control over people. And that's totally Gavin Newsom. Or, you know, what drives politics, unfortunately, is just a bunch of ugly people that couldn't make it in the entertainment world. <laughs> that's just really about the truth, ladies and gentlemen. And what's sad is, I've said this before, but what is sad is that principle also works for preachers and pastors in the church world. There's so many pe- preachers and pastors that are only there because they were too ugly <laughs> to make it in entertainment. I'm just being honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. I meet a lot of preachers and pastors sometimes, and I look at them and I hear them and I go, what in God's name are you doing? You're One, you're not called, and you're... You don't really care. You're here for that pat on the back, the attaboy, the accolades that come with being a preacher or a pastor. Uh, there's few that try to do like Jesus and run and hide. You know, Jesus would heal somebody, then run and say, don't tell anybody, and he would go uh, hide away. Today's preacher, they they sound a trumpet before them, you know, and and anyways, don't get me off on that, ladies and gentlemen. Don't get me off. Don't get me started. I want to talk about Gavin Newsom and what's going on here. So anyways, this article, Gavin Newsom's at the top. And again, he looks like somebody that you want to hang out with. Looks like a fun guy. But let me tell you about this fun guy, ladies and gentlemen. Number one, this is not in the article, but trust me and believe me on this. They are trying to groom Gavin Newsom for the presidency. Maybe not in 2024. And maybe because Biden is, I don't think he's going to make it. So you watch. Gavin Newsom is not, if he's not going to be on the 2024 ticket, they'll save him for the 2028 ticket, okay? But they're grooming Gavin Newsom for the presidency. At the same time, the progressive left, the Democrat Party, is grooming America to accept Gavin Newsom, okay? Did you hear that? They are grooming America. That's people like you and me the citizens of America, to accept this dirtbag, I mean, this Gavin Newsom, for president. So at the same time they're grooming him for the presidency, they're grooming all of us to accept him, all right? And um, please do not be fooled by it. Don't buy into it. Don't buy into that Bill Clinton, I'll feel your pain kind of nonsense. Those of you who are around when uh, Clinton was running for president, you understand what I'm saying. I'll feel your pain. I did not have sex with that woman, Monica Lewinsky. You know, and then it turns out that he was a flat liar. And um, he knew, he felt our pain because he was the one causing it. Anyways, that's another story for another time. Don't fall for this nonsense. Because let me tell you, this article shows you the type of man this Gavin Newsom is and the character of this man. Okay, the, the title of this article is California Pays Nonprofit encouraging kids to identify as fox gender, teaching schools to hide it, okay? So just from the 
opening, the, the title of this article, California Pay. So that means, all right, that means Gavin Newsom, as the governor of California, is okaying and sending our tax dollars, your money and my money, okay, your money and my money. If you pay taxes in California on any level, that's your money that Gavin Newsom is directly responsible for to sending to these nonprofits that encourage kids in our school systems to identify as fox gender. If you don't know what fox gender is, that's those who identify as a fox. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, they're trying to teach our children and make it okay for our children to no longer identify as human children, but as animals, such as foxes. And in other places, not necessarily in this article, there are the uh, furries on our school campuses. The furries are those who identify typically, maybe not only, but typically as cats. And in those instances, many cases, the classrooms, the teachers, the administrators and such are required to provide cat litter and cat boxes for these furries, these cat genders, to um, excuse themselves and relieve themselves of number one and number two. So if you can imagine going into a restroom on one of these campuses, whether it be a college campus, a high school campus, junior high, whatever, and maybe going into the bathroom or one of the other classes where this is, or one of those rooms that this is available, and finding instead of a row of toilets, stalls, urinals of, uh, uh, you know, normal, like normal, like you and I grew up with, there's a row of cat boxes full of kitty litter so that these children can go in there, scratch the little cat box um, kitty litter, um, do their business, turn around, sniff it like a cat would, and then cover it with their little paws, their little furry paws, their cute little furry paws, meow a couple of times and walk out. Yeah, that's what our schools have become, especially here in wonderful sunny California because of people such as Gavin Newsom. If you do not believe me, ladies and gentlemen, I am not making any of this up. I am. I don't need to make any of this up. I would love to come on here and do just like comedy where I've made everything up, but this is not comedy hour. Sometimes I get to laughing because some of it's so absurd that you can only laugh at it. But this is not comedy hour, and I'm not making this up. So, California Pays Nonprofit Encouraging Kids to Identify as Fox Gender, Teaching Schools to Hide It. And yes, hide it from who? The parents. And this is by Luke Rossiak. Uh, and this was published yesterday, August 29th, 2023, and again on Daily Wire. It says, the state of California... Whoops, I just dropped something. Forgive me, ladies and gentlemen. Let me fix this and I'll get it back up there. Okay. The state of California has awarded a nine-year grant to a group that encourages students to identify as a wide variety of bizarre genders, including fox gender, and teaches school districts how to hide it from parents. So, ladies and gentlemen, moms and dads, Grandmas and grandpas, aunts and uncles, boys and girls. The state of California is taking your hard-earned tax dollars. Now, those of you outside of California, don't wipe your brow and go, phew, glad that's not here. Oh, trust me, it's coming to a state near you. It's coming to a city near you. 
your own city if we don't stop this. Because here's the way it works. The way California goes, ultimately the whole of this nation goes. And the way this nation goes, ultimately the whole of the world goes. That's the way it works. That's the breakdown. And that's why they put Gavin Newsom in California as governor and is grooming him for president. So that as governor, what he says and mandates here eventually begins to spread in all 50 states. And then as president, he'll make sure it spreads to the whole of the world. We've seen this over and over and over again. So just because this is happening in California presently, don't think you are safe. And if you're, well, I don't have kids. All my kids are grown and I have grandkids or great grandkids. Please. Please don't fall for this. Stand up. Let your voices be heard. You know, and one of the ways you can let your voices be heard, if you agree with what I'm saying, if you agree with these podcasts, these episodes, share them with everybody. You know, you can do it. You can share this link with everybody. Send it in your emails. Put it on your Facebook. Put it in your Instagram. (coughs) When you're calling your friends and talking to your friends, go, hey, go to um, go to Spotify or go to Apple or or wherever the podcasts are, because it's on all the major podcast uh, um, providers and say find table flippers show them the little icon they can find it and say start listening okay please please do this it's not just about trying to pump my um podcast per se it's about getting the word out so more and more and more people are educated and that they feel like because what i'm finding more and more and more i just bumped into a guy today earlier um on on my truck right now on one of the windows one of the side windows I have big blue letters, bold letters, pedophile hunter. It was from a rally that we did. And I have had so many people giving me positive, uh, you know, high fives. And hey, man, that's awesome. That's terrific. Great conversations with complete strangers over it. I've decided to leave it. My truck is a filthy mess right now because I don't want to wash it. But um, anyways, it's up there and I'll get it washed someday. And um and people are rallying around just a silly, uh, it's not even a sticker, it's a sign, that, like those crayons for windows, for glass, you know? It's, it's one of those. And people are rallying around that, and more and more people are rising up because they finally realize and they feel comfortable realizing they're not the only ones that feel this way. So when we can connect over something as silly as Pedophile Hunter on a, on a truck window, that people are like, yeah, man, that's great. And then conversations start and it emboldens them and it emboldens me every time I do it. So I want everybody to know because there's more people out there that feel this way than the other side. And we just need to be able to connect. We need to be able to high five one another, so to speak. And although maybe physically I can't high five you, but every person that tunes in, listens and agrees, that's a proverbial high five. Send that high five to somebody else and tell them to send it to somebody else and tell them to send it to somebody else. And not just me. When you come across podcasts or interviews or things of that nature that you agree with that are along the similar lines, send it and don't be afraid. Well, what if somebody says something bad about me? Well, You know, that person doesn't really have your back, isn't really your friend, and you can't really count on them. It's a good day when you when you walk away with a clear vision of who really has your back and who really supports you. But anyways, let me get back into this because I don't want to belabor this too long. So state of California has awarded this grant. That's your tax dollars. okay, to this group that encourages students to identify as a wide variety of bizarre genders, such as Fox gender. Weird. The California Department of Public Health 
Public Health, of all things, ladies and gentlemen, has awarded a total of $2.3 million to a nonprofit called Gender Spectrum for activities such as developing concrete strategies for applying the lens of gender diversity to school practices, according to an investigation from the Watchdog Group, Open the Books. Now, until now, I haven't heard of this Watchdog Group, Open the Books, but you're going to hear that throughout this article. So they must be really ones that are on this doing the research for us. The grant is intended for Gender Spectrum to conduct a rigorous evaluation of whether its own programs work. So this grant, among other things, is supposed to give them the financial ability to figure out if their program even works, ladies and gentlemen. And in this, you're going to hear a little bit more about that. Among these programs is the development of a six-page form for students to submit school districts their pronouns and whether school staff needs to hide their use of those pronouns from their parents. Do you understand that, ladies and gentlemen? Can you even believe this? This is going on in our schools that they are trying to turn the children against their own parents. What kind of perverted pedophile mindset does that? Oh, yeah, these people. Who's behind it? Oh, yeah, Gavin Newsom. Okay, just by virtue of this, whether he's actually touched a child or not in an inappropriate manner, but by virtue of his support and sending your tax dollars to this kind of perversion that makes him, at least, if nothing else, an accessory to pedophilia and absolute perversion against our children by trying to divide the home among other things, and allowing the schools or telling the schools and demanding the schools teach our kids that they may not actually be a boy or a girl, but actually a fox. I mean, what kind of gender is fox? That's a species. You know, what kind of gender is a furry? Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. They are so confusing our children for their own perversion and wickedness. Let me go on. It's not always the case that caregivers are supportive of their child's gender, their gender journey in that case. If parents are not supportive or if the child is not out, that's not necessarily someone who will be part of the gender support team, said Director of Training Carla Pena at the group's annual Gender Spectrum Family Conference last year. So they're really against you, mom and dad, if you don't think the way they think. If you actually look at your little male child and call him a boy and expect him to be a boy, or you look at your little female child and expect her to act and look and dress and think and walk and talk like a girl, you're somehow not supportive of their gender, their gender journey. I didn't even know we had a gender journey, you know, gender journey. (laughs) Sounds silly, doesn't it? Of course it sounds silly because it's coming out of silly people's mouths. Gender journey. Are you supportive of your child's uh, gender journey? You know, uh, what in the world does that even mean? You know, one day they can be a fox, the next day a cat, the next day a boy, the next day a girl, the next day a thee, they, them, there, the next day a Hershey. You mean a chocolate bar? No, a her and a she. Oh, a chocolate bar. Ladies and gentlemen, it is getting that ridiculous and they're pushing that confusion on our children and using our tax dollars to do it. Thank you, Gavin Newsom, you pervert. Let me go on. Naomi Cruz, the group's manager of family and educational programming, gave a presentation at the conference called Intro to Neo-Identities and Neo-Pronouns. The presentation said pronouns may describe gender as a personal, aesthetic, synthetic, or 
headspace-oriented experience. They include <laughs> noun genders like fox gender, moon gender, rock gender, and even emoji self-pronouns such as... You know, it says such as, ladies and gentlemen, it's not really a word, at least fully, so I have to describe this to you. You know how you take a semicolon and then the, um, the, the, the bracket that makes it, you know, when you type it in, it looks like a little happy face? So emoji self-pronouns is that little happy face with the word self attached to it. Happy self, I guess. Or I almost said something like colon smile self, but <laughs> that wouldn't have been nice. <laughs> semicolon <laughs> smiley self. I don't know. But can you imagine? Think about this, ladies and gentlemen. Our tax dollars, because of Gavin Newsom, your money, my money, our tax dollars, are going to this group that are trying to teach our children these now what they call noun genders, such as fox gender, those who identify as a fox, moon gender, I guess, you know, if you identify as a moon, big old hunk of cheese, I don't know, and rock gender. Also, emoji self gender that you don't even have to be a real person you don't even have to be real you could be a fox you could be a moon you could be a rock you could be just an emoji symbol self thing i mean i'm confused i'm 56 years old soon to be 57 i've been around for a little while i'm very confident in my gender as a male i identify as a man and um i'm already confused not towards myself, but towards these people that th these are who are teaching our children, which is another waste of our tax dollars. Anyways, it says, Cruz said, fox self describes someone who identifies with aspects of a fox, whether that's their appearance, their personality, or how they're viewed in society. Trust me, ladies and gentlemen, trust me on this. If your child ever comes up to you and says, Hey, Mom, I think I'm a fox. Why, little Billy, do you think you're a fox? Because other people look at me and they all they see is a fox. Ladies and gentlemen, nobody, in their right mind at least, nobody firing on all eight cylinders, nobody that has a head full of anything other than rocks, uh, looks at your child and goes, wow, what a cute fox in that regard. Now, back in the day when I was a kid, the word fox, that's what we used to call a good-looking girl. Oh, she's a fox. So unless they're using a retro kind of word and description in that sense, trust me, nobody sees yourself, nobody sees your children as a red dog-like creature. Nobody sees your child as a cat. Nobody sees your child other than what they really were born. They see your little boys as little boys. They see your little girls as little girls. If they say otherwise, it's only because they're either just as, um, uh, uh, I don't know, sick and perverted as Gavin Newsom and these Democrats that are pushing this, this garbage, or they're afraid to not say it because they might lose their job or be ousted from all these progressive weirdos. Anyways, let me go on. Our youth are becoming more and more independent regarding their self-expression. Instead of trying to fit into pre-made boxes, they're using their unique identities and forms of expression to create terminology to describe themselves, the presentation said. <clears throat> the presentation said that youth are a or on a gender journey. There it is, the gender journey. Gender journey, ladies and gentlemen. I'm on a gender journey. Hey, where are you going? To the store? No, I'm on a gender journey. I'm on, can you imagine that, your, your eight-year-old? You know, um, when I was like six or seven years old, 
I ran away from home, you know, so, sort of. I uh, packed a few things in my little backpack, a sandwich and some fruit and everything that I think I had my mom <laughs> packed for me. And then I went on my journey. I was going to run away from home. I didn't get very far because I wasn't allowed to cross the street. So all I could do is walk around the block three or four times. But nonetheless, I was running away from home. Could you imagine your six, seven, eight-year-old coming to you? Hey, mom. Hey, mom. Can you throw some food in my backpack, a little peanut butter jelly sandwich, a little apple, maybe some my Capri Sun, and I don't know, some uh, 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 string cheese or something like that? And, and, and wh- wh- where are you going? I'm going on my gender journey. Don't know when I'll be back. Don't wait up for me. I don't know how long this is going to take me. I don't know where it's going to take. I don't even know where it's going to take me. I might take me to the fox's den. It might take me to the moon. It might take me under a rock, but I'm on my gender journey <laughs> come on these people are weird these people are fruity these people need I, I, medic no 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 i think the medication fried their brain already they need to be locked up in a rubber room with a cool jacket one of those white jackets with all the straps you know those cool looking things where they can bounce off the walls all day long because they're making our children bounce off the walls all day long anyways gender journey the presentation said that Youth are on a gender journey and their genders will likely change over time. How does that happen? How does your gender change? How does your gender change? One day you're a fox, one day you're the moon, one day you're a rock, one day you're a girl, one day you're a boy. How does that happen if you're not already mentally ill? (sighs) Anyways, but that parents should affirm those identities unless, of course, those identities appropriate. Now, listen to this. Listen to this. I want to read this part again because I read this earlier and I got so... Anyways, you'll see what I mean. The presentation said that youth are on a gender journey and their genders will likely change over time, but that parents should affirm those identities unless, of course, those I- identifies appropriate... A s- this is not written really good. Unless, of course, those identifies appropriate... Oh, they misspelled a word. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. It should read like this. Unless, of course, those identities appropriate a racial, ethnic, religious, or disability group they are not part of. Now, wait a minute for just a minute. Did you hear the hypocrisy? Let me read the whole thing again because I finally got the right word. That was just It was just a misspelling and it threw me off there for a minute. The presentation said that youth are on a gender journey and their genders will likely change over time, but that parents should affirm those identities. Unless, of course, those identities appropriate a racial, ethnic, religious, or disability group they are not part of. Did you catch the hypocrisy of this, of these people? Of people like Gavin Newsom and the people he's giving our money to, to force this garbage on our children. If you're a, a little boy and you want to be a fox, oh, go for it. We will, you know, we will do whatever we need to do. We'll, we'll give you live chicken for lunch, if that's what you want, because you're a fox, and that's what foxes eat. Oh, you're a furry, you're a kitty, we'll give you a litter box to pee in, all right? Uh, oh, little Billy, you're a, you're a girl now, and now you want to be called little Janie. Okay, we'll do that. Oh, wait a minute, little white kid wants to be a black kid. No, we're not going to do that, because no, we don't do that. That's wrong, you can't do that. Why not, ladies and gentlemen? I, I, I just, it was kind of a funny little video. A little boy, I mean, he was maybe, maybe four years old, I'm guessing, in a car seat. 
and uh, I don't know who was filming it. I'm assuming his mom or his dad. And the little boy, who happened to be a, a black child, he was upset that he wasn't Mexican and he wanted to be Mexican. And he was really mad and angry because he wasn't Mexican. Um, that's a big no-no, according to uh, Gavin Newsom and these, these people that are forcing this garbage on our children. But if that little, same little boy wanted to be a cat, oh, that's okay. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, please listen to this and please understand this. At least... I'm not saying I agree with it at all, but at least when a little boy or a little girl just want to be of another race or another ethnic group, at least that, that race and that ethnic group is human. But if that same little boy or little girl wants to be a cat or a fox or a moon or a rock, as this article points to, that's supposed to be okay. They're not allowed to, to think of themselves as a human, just of another color, but they can be an animal, a creature of another species. Does that even remotely make sense? And they're trying to push this on parents to accept and to even affirm their children's gender journey, except when it comes to race, ethnicity, a religion, or a disability group. So if a little Jewish boy or girl wants to identify as a Christian, oh no, you can't do that. We don't do that here. Or if a little Hindu wants to be a Christian, oh no, you can't do that. You can't, that's, you can't appropriate that. You weren't born into that. But anything else you weren't born into, you can be. As long as it has nothing to do with racial, ethnic, religious, or disability. Everything else, sky's the limit. But those real world concrete, if you will, things, thought processes, mindsets you can't be a part of. But weird stuff that doesn't even make a lick of sense on any level, like you're a fox, you're a cat, you're the moon, you're the rock, that's okay. And this is what our tax dollars are going to. This is what Gavin Newsom, governor of California, Democrat, wants for all of the United States of America. And I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but many of you have voted for this clown. Many of you voted for this. And, and I want to say very sarcastically, thank you. Thank you, Democrat voters, for giving us this screwball, sick pervert that's not only wasting our money, but destroying our children as well. Let me go on. Uh, where am I? Oh, yeah. In that case, parents should say, I understand that this term means something to you, but perhaps we can create another term or another pronoun that also has meaning to you, but isn't specific to a certain racial, ethnic, or other group where there are closed identities and pronouns. What? Again, if your child suddenly comes home and says, hey, you know, not raised up in a Christian home. Hey, mom, dad, I'm a Christian. Oh no, we're going to have to change those pronouns and change the way you say that and change everything about it, basically watering it down so your child no longer identifies as a Christian. That's what these hypocrites are all about. This is what these double-minded, twisted, perverted hypocrites are all about. If you come home and little Johnny comes home and says, I'm a fox or I'm a cat. Oh, you're supposed to just, okay, meow. Woof, woof. Oh, but I'm a Christian. Oh, no, we can't have that around here. No, 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 no. Hey, mom, dad, I'm black. No, you can't do that. No, we can't do that. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Jeez. Oh, Anyways, let me finish this. It's unclear why youth do not have to gain permission from foxes. 
<laughs> before appropriating them. <laughs> Think this that was a funny line in this whole article. It's unclear why youth do not have to gain permission from foxes before appropriating them. That's a good question. Did any of those children go and ask a cat, get it in writing? <laughs> hey, Mr. Cat, I think I'm a cat too. Do you, do you mind if I'm a cat? You know, get it in writing. Hey, Mr. Fox, I'm, I'm one of you. Oh, you look like a kid to me, a human child. No, no, I'm a fox. Woof, woof. Or ar, ar, whatever they say. <laughs> well, here, kid, uh, I know you're going to come against a lot of scrutiny. So let me just put it in writing. Mr. F <laughs> I, Mr. Fox, think little Johnny is one of us, also a fox. So leave him alone and give him plenty of raw chicken, enough for him and all his little foxes, buddy, including myself, signed, Mr. Fox. <laughs> that's how stupid these people are, ladies and gentlemen. I know I'm having fun with it, but that's how stupid they are. <laughs> Unbelievable. Let me finish this. Tough gender spectrum. Oh, not tough. Again, sorry. Um, that was me. Though... <laughs> tough. <laughs> Though Gender Spectrum wants to push its program on children across the country. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? This is not just going to happen here in California. They want to push this across the country. So if Gavin Newsom is willing to give them our tax dollars here in California for this garbage, what happens if he becomes president? He will make sure that federal dollars as well as state dollars go to groups like this throughout the entire nation. So if you live outside of California and think you're okay because you live outside of California or you live in a red state, don't think you're safe. Not for a moment. This is coming for you and your children if we don't do something now. Anyway, so though Gender Spectrum wants to push its program on children across the country, it appears to have taken down its website after it attracted attention. You see, so when, when good, decent people rise up and let their voices be heard, it hits them, and it hits them hard to the point that they took down their website. Well, I don't want to stop just there, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take this down from our schools. Let's take this down from our politics. Let's take this down from our governmental systems where our tax dollars no longer go to this perversion. California previously awarded $1.1 million to the group for a pilot project between 2017 and 2022 before extending it to 2026 and doubling the fee last year opened the book's found. As a result of our work, students who fall all along the gender spectrum will see their experience recognized and affirmed in their school, the initial grant application said. The premise is that doing so would reduce, listen to this, this is what they think, the premise is that doing so would reduce mental illness among LGBTQ children. Ladies and gentlemen, affirming mental illness doesn't remove mental illness. They're already mentally ill and confused to begin with. And now they just want their mental illness and their confusion affirmed. How does that put an end to it? Look, look, I'm about 5'8". I'm not a very tall guy. I'm 5'8", give or take. On a good day, I'm 5'8 and a half. You know, on a bad day, 5'8". If I came to you and said to you, I identify as a 7-foot basketball player. I'm not good at basketball either, so I threw that in there as well. I identify as a seven-foot basketball player, and and I really believe that in myself, and I convince you that I believe that. By you affirming it, you're affirming my mental illness, because the only mental illness will will cause me to look in the mirror or look at a, you know, a yardstick or, you know, uh, how to, you know, measure my height 
and fudge those numbers from 5'8 to 7 foot. That's mental illness. That's confusion. And in those types of certain uh, situations, we don't need people to affirm our confusion. We need people to lovingly help us out of that confusion. And a grown man identifying as from 5'8 to 7 foot is far less detrimental than a child identifying as a fox or a cat, the moon, a rock, or the um, gender, if you will, that doesn't align with their actual sex, male, female. So this is ridiculous. They want to confuse our children even more because they are confused. They want our children affirmed in mental illness because they are mentally ill. So instead of facing their own demons, as we would say, and cleaning their own closet, they want to come out of the closet and have everybody accept, accept them for who they say they are and what they were doing in that closet. Well, I'm sorry, I don't. I, I don't. I will accept the men, the men as men, the women as women, and that's it. And everybody that's 5'8", I will accept you as 5'8", not 7 foot. That's it. That's the way it is. Even in myself, you know, I'm, uh, I have very, 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 very short hair right now. What little hair I have left. I do not have a 16 inch Afro. I do not have a 12 inch, uh, mullet. I don't have a pompadour. And, and as much as I would like to have those things, I am not mentally ill or confused as to believe that I have those things. And I don't expect anybody. Even if I tried to convince somebody that I have the best looking hair in the world, I don't expect anybody to accept my delusion. It's crazy. What's going on? And our taxpayers are paying for this. And who's, who's behind it all? Gavin Newsom, governor of California, Democrat, who's being groomed to be your president. Do you want that as president of the United States? Anyways, let me go on this. The premise is that doing so, by going through all of this work with them and all that, uh, would reduce mental illness among LGBTQ children. 41.5% of transgender youth have seriously considered attempting suicide, the application said. So again, put that into perspective. 41.5% of all transgender youths have seriously considered attempting suicide. It doesn't say before or after they were affirmed, but 41%. Do you know who commits suicide or attempts suicide? Those struggling with their mental stability, mental illness. They're already mentally ill, ladies and gentlemen. Affirming them is not going to help them. D d are you understanding this? It is said, as a result of the program, cisgender young people will have a greater understanding of gender, knowledge, beliefs, and attitudes, leading them to be more comfortable with their own gender expression. I, that doesn't even make sense. Cisgender. What the heck is a cisgender? I know, I, I think that means, I think, somebody look it up for me, the people that are born male and they're just happy and identify as male or born female and just happy and identify as female. And it goes on to say that they will be more comfortable with their own gender expression. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. Forget this cisgender nonsense, but people who have their heads screwed on straight, all right, and know, you know, the men that know that they're men and women that know that they're women, um, trust me when I say they're comfortable with their gender expression. In other words, they're just comfortable being men and comfortable being women. That's it. Period. Period. Because they're not mentally ill. <sighs> Asked on the application what evidence suggests that the program is effective, it said that it didn't have the resources to measure the impact of its training. So we give all this money 
I'm sorry, Gavin Newsom gives all this, our money, our money, Gavin Newsom, Democrat governor of California, gives our tax dollars to this group to push this garbage. And then in there says, so, okay, so, so how effective is your, is your program? Oh, we don't know because we don't have the resources. You couldn't have taken some of that money that was given to you, my money, your money, and put some aside to measure the effectiveness of your program. So they're misallocating funds. They're misusing funds. And now they want more money. In the past year, we've implemented pre and post surveys to measure the impact of our school training. We have not had the resources to aggregate this data, but the initial findings from individual schools show positive results in the form of substantial changes in participants' report of their knowledge intent, use, gender, inclusive practices, and recognition of the importance of becoming a gender-inclusive school. So basically, they are saying we have positive results because we're forcing these schools to cave in to our demands. That was all code for, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to do what we're going to do, so we're having positive results. Well, not positive results for the children that are being more and more and more confused every day because of this garbage that you and I are paying for. Thank you, Gavin Newsom, governor of California, Democrat. It does not say whether students become less suicidal. You see, 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 they can't show that their program is helping children become less suicidal. Gender Spectrum previously was involved in the National Sex Education Standards, which says that by, listen to this, ladies and gen, gentlemen, this group says that by second grade, what is second grade? That's like five, six, about seven years old. The seven-year-olds, second grade students, should be able to define gender identity. And by fifth grade, that's roughly 10 years old, they should be able to describe the role of puberty blockers. Open the books, said. Did you? No. At seven-year-old, I want the seven-year-olds running around, the little boys, knowing that they're little boys and thinking the little girls have cooties. I want the little girls to be sit- sitting around playing with their Barbie dolls and... and um. Ew, that little Jimmy, he's so gross. I want to hear that. I don't want them meowing and pooping in the sandbox. I don't want them barking or yelping like a fox and eating raw chicken. I want them to know that the little boys, the little males are little boys and, and the little females are little girls and they act like it. I don't want, this is garbage. This is nonsense. This is perversion. This is pedophilia. These are pedophiles. These are adults talking to our children, little children, seven to 10 years old about sexual things that they have no business talking to or or speaking to these children about. This is garbage. This is perversion. This is the result of Gavin Newsom, governor of California, Democrat, his policies, his perverse policies that he is pushing on California and wants to push on all of the United States of America. Don't fall for it, ladies and gentlemen. Even though having non-traditional gender identities is associated with higher suicide rates, did you catch that? This is well known, ladies and gentlemen, among that community and the medical community, that when you have non-traditional gender identities, meaning when a male thinks he's a girl or a female thinks she's a boy or a cat or a fox or the moon or a rock, suicide rates are much higher. Why? Because when a child is confused and they don't know what to do, what to think, and they know that they're different and they can't put it mentally and emotionally together 
in a systematic, healthy form, they get suicidal. And then you come, you have people like this affirming and reaffirming their confusion. They're going to get more suicidal. That's the way it works, ladies and gentlemen. Gender Spectrum official Kim Westheimer said at the 2022 conference that giving young people more permission to explore their identity and maybe to try on new identities is a good thing, not a bad thing. No, Kim Westheimer, it is not. Confusing children is always evil, is always wicked, is always perverted. Leave them alone and let them be children. The group also received $297,000. That's almost $300,000, ladies and gentlemen, in coronavirus loans from the federal government. Open books found. Why would they need why would they need that? Why would they need that at all? This is blowing my mind. How many taxpayers can tolerate paying for their children to be confronted with such controversial and confusing material? Open Books founder Adam Andrzejewski told The Daily Wire. California lawmakers recently introduced a bill titled Instructional Materials Removing Instruction... No, wait, let me, let me say that again. California lawmakers recently introduced a bill titled Instructional Materials removing instructional materials and curriculum diversity that would prevent local school boards from declining to teach radical content so they have this bill that the california lawmakers california led by gavin newsom california governor democrat and these democrat lawmakers in california have this bill that they're trying to push that would keep that would i should say this enforce and make sure that all the schools, teachers, classrooms taught this perversion and this garbage, this wickedness on our children. In other words, turn every classroom into a classroom of pedophilia, every teacher into a pedophile, every educational leader, principal, vice principal and such into pedophiles, pushing this perversion, this sexual gender garbage perversion on our children unbelievable ladies and gentlemen those could include gender materials produced by california democrat governor now listen to this ladies and gentlemen i thought it was almost done but listen to this those could include gender materials produced by california democrat governor gavin newsom's wife who has earned money producing content which is later used by the state's schools isn't that a conflict of interest so Gavin Newsom is pushing all this garbage, funding it with our tax dollars. Now his wife, his own wife, is writing materials that she is selling and getting money for that goes into these schools' curriculum that Gavin Newsom writes a law and all that pushes what his wife is making money on. Uh, that's a conflict of interest. What do they call it? Quid, quid pro quo. Uh, anyways, whatever it is. But isn't... Ladies and gentlemen, this is so absurd to me. The wickedness, the absurdity, the, 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 the perversion that the Democrat Party as a whole has become, but especially in California, led by our own governor, Gavin Newsom, Democrat, and his now perverted wife, who actually writes materials that's being included in these curriculums, and she's getting money for it, and her husband is forcing it. 
which means it's an open door for more money for his wife. They're making money. They're making money. Confusing our children, making them think that they're foxes and cows and, and kittens and moons and rocks and little boys that they're girls and little girls that they're actually boys, confusing them and making money at it at the same time. This is sick, sick and perverted, sick and perverted. I can't believe this. This article wraps up this last sentence. This week, a Virginia mother sued a school district for facilitating and hiding a 14-year-old's gender transition, alleging that it led to her being sex trafficked to Baltimore and held in a locked room by a registered sex offender. Now, you might ask, well, what did that have to do with the rest of the article? Absolutely everything. Ladies and gentlemen, everything. Because this is what they're really after. There's two things that you can follow here. The money and the perversion. They're sick, perverted lusts. Why is this being pushed on our children? Because when you hear that term groomer, they are truly being groomed for somebody else's sick, perverted pleasure. And that's where the, all of this is going. And if they're not really into little kids, they themselves, they still don't care about the kids enough. They'll at least make money off of it. So Gavin Newsom, in a very real way, has become very much like a pimp for all of your children, all of our children. And you and I are paying for it. And these perverts, um, these are the groomers. These perverted groups are the groomers. And we are pay- Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, uh, please understand this. Look into this. If you think I'm kidding or you think I'm making this up or I'm, I'm just reading some strange article somewhere, Daily Wire is a well-known um, group that comes out with these kinds of truths and these kind of articles. But if you don't believe me, you don't believe Daily Wire, look into it. But I'm encouraging you not only to look into it, but take this episode and send it to all your friends. Put it on your Facebook. Put it on your Instagram. Put it on whatever social media. Put it on your new X account. Put it somewhere. Put it on Truth Social. Put it on MeWe. Put it on whatever social. If you don't do that, then put it, you know, send it to everybody in your email list. Everybody. Everybody needs to hear this inside of California, but outside of California and in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't even live in the United States of America, this is coming to you. And in many nations, this is already here. It's already in your schools. It's already at your back door. You need to be aware of this and you need to rise up and do something about it. This nonsense isn't going to stop until good people say enough is enough. Rise up and put a stop to it once and for all. Thank you for choosing Table Flippers Podcast. To find our merchandise page, go to gwcclancaster.org. Then find the Table Flippers link, click on it, and it'll take you right there. Until next time, have a fantastic day. Say goodbye, Chippy. Goodbye!